podcast on the Mark with Movie Blog Podcast Network where we talk about video games. That's what we talk about. We talk about video games, the games we're playing, any sort of news that's been going on. Uh, we actually have kind of movie, some TV-ish related video game news this week to talk about, but um, yeah. That is true. Yeah, we, we, cool. we're... We got some interesting stuff going on. God damn it. God damn it. I stick your ad in Tyler. Yeah. Yeah, you son of a bitch. All right. Let's throw it to you, Tyler, first, because you want to annoy me. And I heard you were getting up a list of games you played. So what did you play this week? Well, uh, just like the last two weeks I mentioned, still playing Fire Emblem. Okay. Uh, I won't talk about this one as long because I really only did one mission. <laughs> um, and the mission was it was it was kind of tough. It was uh basically you're being chased by these uh guardian type dudes, and uh, you have to get to a certain point of the map within a certain number of turns. And uh, if any of your units die, then you game over, and you have to uh, either uh, rewind time or restart the the fight. And uh, eventually, at some point, the uh, a different faction comes in and. They can also fight the guys who are chasing you, but they'll also fight you. And it's fine. I have to reset a couple times. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, but uh, some bigger games I played, uh, I'll start with the uh, the one I played the least, which was Fantasy Star Online 2. God, I can't wait to play that. I have uh, I played it uh, the other day with one of my uh, friends on my server. Uh, we were, we were playing crossplay. He was on Xbox. I was on PC. Okay. Uh, we did some event, got some levels that I probably shouldn't have gotten because I'm still very early in the game. <laughs> uh, so, uh, now I'm kind of overpowered for what I'm doing, but it's fun. Uh, a little more action based than I thought it'd be, uh, which is fine because I'm not really an MMO type of guy. And, uh, keep playing with that. See how I like that. Figured I'd try it out since it was free. Cool. I did play uh, Man Eater, the shark video game. Oh, how, I guess how is <laughs> the, the the shark oh, that one? The shark PG, they call it. Nice. Uh, it's fun. You swim around as a shark and you you eat things, and uh, you have levels, and there's like parts you can get to change how you look, and there's mutations to get different powers. Okay. Uh, at some point, I ran into like a level fifteen alligator that really wanted to kill me, and I was like level two. And uh, so I had to run. There's this whole story about this hunter guy who killed your mom and and tossed you into a, a bayou, but not before he uh, not before you bit off his hand. My God. Okay. <laughs> it's a so story-driven narrative game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, and, his, and his parts are, are uh, sort of framed like a reality TV show. Uh, <laughs> All right. But while you're swimming around and doing stuff, there's a narrator who's like super serious, and there's like side quests and collectibles. It's a whole ass game. That's okay. that sounds interesting. Pretty fun. <laughs> At some point, I I was being attacked by hunters. And I, I grabbed one and started eating him. Then I jumped out of water and then whipped around and smacked him with my tail into someone else. Okay, so is this like the goat simulator of shark games? I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what the story has in, in, in store for me. 
Oh, yes, the the deep lore. Yes. The, the deep, story-driven, convoluted lore. Gotta, gotta <laughs> avenge my parent, I think. I hear I that think. Nomura wrote the script, so... Yeah, he did. He did. That's for sure. <laughs> Nomura, uh, in conjunction with Kojima, wrote uh, manager. <laughs> Nomura, Kojima, and um, Miyazaki all came together to write the lore for the, the shark PG that is uh, Man Eater. Shark PG. Yeah, yeah. They also got a uh, guest starred uh, J.R. Martin. Yeah, uh, he helped write some of it. And you can tell it was far too wrote though. Yeah. Whenever the incest starts to happen, that's when it gets a little like, all right, I think that was, you know. The incest and murder? Yeah, once you get into the incest and murder, that's a little bit more. Whenever there are little kids running around talking about the power of their hearts, that's, you know, that's the Nomura stuff. Um, Kojima's the stuff that you just don't understand. Yeah. And uh, Miyazaki's just in the corner creating Eldritch Horrors. Yeah, yeah. Miyazaki's in the corner, you know, with his eldritch horrors where you don't, um, if you skip the cutscene at the beginning of the game, you miss out on, like, the world scope of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you just get little lore tidbits by just reading the signs that people put down on the grounds, like, time for crab. Huge lore bits. So. Yeah. They, they, whenever, whenever Nomura and Kojima were like, hey, Miyazaki, what do you think about this thing? He'd just turn around from his corner and look at them. And when he opened his mouth, he'd just hear this weird gargling, screeching noise. Yeah, there's like black smoke rolls <laughs> yeah. out, you know. His eyes roll inside of his head. Huh. Cool. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, Miyazaki. Hey, can we can we get him to leave? I tried six times. Every time when I come back in the morning, he's sitting in the corner. <laughs> he's Blair witching in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Lastly, I played some uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Cool. I played a yeah. played a couple levels of that. It was pretty fun. Well, it's kind of basic, but it's pretty fun. I hadn't gotten any of the cool like artifacts or anything. You no. got some good weapons though. So I will say that all I've played this week is Minecraft games. <laughs> Minecraft Dungeons was one of them. Nice. I I played some solo Minecraft. I need to put out some feelers on Twitter, see who wants to start a server or something, because, man, it's kind of boring just kind of, you know, doing what I do. I mean, uh. yeah, it's it's. I don't know. So let's talk about Minecraft Dungeons for a second, because I do want to talk about that because I have been playing it. And I think that actually I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I I think that it's like Diablo for kids, kind of, you know? Yeah. I, I kind of get that feeling. I still think maybe I'm just bad at video games, but I feel like there's still a certain challenge to it. Uh, I don't know. What level did you get to? Uh, I did... Um, God, what's it called? I did a couple. I did like Redstone Mines... Uh, I did the secret okay. mission. Uh, I think it was called Creepy. Yeah, I did that as well. Creepy Cavern I, or whatever. I did after the Creepy Cavern. I did the swamp and I started the pumpkin place. I haven't started the pumpkin place yet. Yeah, I started the pumpkin place and that was difficult. Difficult. The last difficult. one I did was the Creepy Cavern because I was like, oh, this is a long level. Because I, I yeah. went and made sure to explore all of it. Yeah, I did that too. That was a very long, <laughs> very long level. I, I, maybe it's just cause I'm like super early into it, but I'm, I'm hoping there's more ways to differentiate your character from other players. Mm-hmm. Like your in play style, it all seems to play kind of similar so far. Uh, 
I really like the geography and like the elevation mechanics. I think the way you move over the world is is really really nice. Uh the combat's fun. I I I like Minecraft aesthetic. So I I like the idea of the illagers who I need to uh you know, I need to defeat the illager uh king. So I I think that kind of stuff is like I, it's the same reason I liked uh Minecraft story mode. I just I like the Minecraft aesthetic. I think it's uh it's cute and it's fun. That being said, with all those positives, it's it is a twenty dollar game and that shows. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Uh, I I'm a little disappointed that the camp doesn't build up more than like a couple people, a couple things coming back. The game looks pretty short from what I can see on the map. I've seen already a spot on the map that's like when the DLC releases, this is where it's going to be. It's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's definitely a twenty dollar game, and it definitely shows, in my opinion. Uh, what do you What do you think? Are you enjoying it at least? Yeah, I was having fun. I was having fun. Uh, just uh, you know, chilling out, clicking some mouse keys or whatever. Oh, Has some some, some close calls. I I have had a couple close call, close calls, but um, not not too many. Brendan, I know you're uh anti Minecraft, but I'm not anti Minecraft. <laughs> wow, anti Minecraft. Apparently, Yikes. I'm I'm anti Minecraft according to Minecraft. Yeah. Um, would you do you, do you have any interest in Minecraft Dungeons? You know, I mean, it seems interesting. I've never played. I mean, you said it's kind of like Diablo. I've never yeah. played Diablo. I feel like you dig Diablo. I played... Well, okay. You know how on the Blizzard launcher they have, like, the free demos of all the games you yeah. can play? I yeah. did that for Diablo 3 uh-huh. because some of my friends, like, back in the day, like, a lot of my friends that I played with, um, it was weird. They'd go through, like, different phases. So we would play... Like, we wait, made play every group of friends ever? Well, when it, with, with, with their games was like... Yeah, I know. Well, I'm <laughs> just saying, it's like, most of us is like, we kind of have games that we still play it's not like we play one for a long while then we can pl- all of us move to one then all that's of true us, that's true like, that's true they all did that so we'd play league that's what we mainly played um and so they got me into that and it was like just as i was getting into it they're like okay we're gonna go play path of exile now yeah so i got into that for like very little then they moved from that to diablo 3 i didn't own it but they're like well if you want to try it out before you buy it there's a free demo so I went in and I played the free demo, but I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, this is boring. Oh, I'm going to stop. Um, I like Diablo 3. I think it's... I, oh, I know. I've heard it's a good yeah. game. And I'm just super excited because I do have a phone. So I'm excited you for the new You do have a phone. Um, <laughs> so that'll be good. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I was just like, all right, you know, this could be interesting. Um, uh, I, You know, I think... I mean, I'd probably give it a shot. I'm not huge into Minecraft, so... Um, slowly slowly getting into it, though, I hear. Maybe. I'm slowly being seduced. Slowly, I was seduced by it. Have you ever seen that, that meme? No. No? Right, <laughs> you well, weirdo. <laughs> I'll have to send it to you. It's pretty. It's a pretty good meme. Um... <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know, Tyler. We're gonna have to play Minecraft Dungeons at some point because I feel like that game would be much more fun with another person. Yeah, 
For sure. Uh, have you been playing anything else besides Minecraft Dungeons, Tyler? And all those other games that you listed? Uh, no, I, I bought some new games. I bought, uh, okay. I bought, uh, Battle for the Grid. Oh, okay. Don't know if I'm ever going to play it, but I did buy it. It was, <laughs> uh, I bought, uh, the new, uh, remaster of Xenoblade Chronicles. I can't wait to play that. I bought Shantae and the Seven Sirens. And uh, that's about it. I mean, I played some Animal Crossing. That's every day. Uh, <laughs> woke up real early this morning because uh, I was projected to get some good prices, upwards of like maybe six hundred. Oh I got God. like two seventy. It's still good. <laughs> still a good. I mean, I paid ninety four for them. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good profit. So uh, get enough yeah. money to uh, start I'm moving houses around. Robbed. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna add a. A, uh, I'm gonna add a, <laughs> a business uh, part to this show where I just thought like, and now Tyler with uh, the business news, and I'm just gonna throw it to you, and you're just gonna talk about turnip prices. Look, the last few weeks I've I haven't even gotten like close to 200, so you're over 200. Yeah, it's it's not great. The economy is failing. And then Red doesn't come to my island. He he sells like art, but like. Maybe about half the art he sells is counterfeit, so you have to look at it and make sure it's not fake. So you're just getting swindled. <laughs> I, I, I'm definitely incorporating this into the show next week. You're, there's, it, Animal Crossing is definitely getting its own section. So I, Every I, you, week now we'll start out with Tyler and how the stock market went. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, at least it happens on Fridays because the market resets on Mondays. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Brendan, what about you? So, I've been playing some Minecraft. Yes. That's been a thing. Yeah. You got <laughs> mad at me last night. Well, yeah, because you dug into my home. Look, it, you rather put your home you. in front of my mineshaft. It's not my That's fault. That's not true. It was there before you just started rummaging yeah, around. You like know what? I vagrant. was in a straight line, and I went right into it. So, And also, yeah. I went next to it, not into it. Okay, whatever you say, bud. Um, so yeah, I've been playing some, uh, some Minecraft. I finished the story of, um, or I finally finished the campaign for, uh, Battlefront 2. The, okay. the that was a 2016 one? 2017, but yeah. 2017. Yeah, you're shit at games. Uh, well, you know. Um, it was okay. Yeah. Kind of very predictable with everything that was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there weren't like really any like major plot points where I was like, Oh my God, I didn't see that coming. I was like, wow. Okay. Saw that coming a did mile you, out. Um, did you hate it when you became a rebel? It was really stupid. <laughs> you didn't like that. I know I mean, a lot of people were really upset about because I mean, it was okay. I forget this one had a story mode. Yeah. It did. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. The ending was, the ending was kind of cool. Did you I don't play know. the DLC? The um, the one that takes place right before The Last Jedi? Mm, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where you're running around as Kylo Ren? No, that's the final mission of the main campaign. Okay. There's another, like, four missions or so that came out right before The Last Jedi. I didn't Jedi. play those then, no. Because I did the one where you're running around as Kylo Ren yeah, no. when you're in 
Dell's mind. That one was that was kind of cool. Yeah, I think that's the last mission in the campaign. But there is yeah, because there's the cuts or you have the cutscene. Yeah, where totally un you know totally wasn't predictable that uh, Hass <laughs> didn't die. Um, it comes back. The facial animation in that game, especially that cutscene, was horrific. Um, <laughs> his face didn't move. Um, I mean, it was okay. I played it through, actually, like, on the hardest difficulty, and I didn't really find it all too challenging. There were some parts where I just died, but that was just because, like, the hitboxes weren't very good. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I definitely liked kind of the first half better than the, okay. the second half, I would say. Just because, like, some of the characters, like, Shriv, he's just kind of yeah. annoying. and he kind of I like Shriv, I'm not going to lie. But he kind of I, reminded me of, um, what was it, the Destroy All Humans alien? He's <laughs> got the big blue head. Yeah. And that's all I could think of when I kept seeing him. What I will say is that I was not a massive fan of Shrew when I played Battlefront 2, but the, the, the DLC campaign Mm-hmm. That was a, a free update, so you you should you should check it out. I probably it, have it. Yeah, yeah, it's I'll, only a couple more missions, but it it introduces um, Zay Versio, who's Aiden's daughter. Yeah, because I know, like at the end there, he was like, yeah, uh, doing that. I thought so, it was really, I thought it was really silly, like like when they repainted the Corvus, and all they did was just put a red stripe on the side. Yeah, of it. apparently yeah. that means you're now part of the Rebel. You know, you're part of the Republic, not the, uh, you know, no longer serving the Empire, which I'm like, okay, weird, but all right. <laughs> what, I, what I will say, though, is that Zay Versio and Shriv show up in one of the books that came out. Oh, um, I think, okay. God, what's it called? Something of the Resistance. Resistance Reborn, that's what it's called. Okay. And it came out right before uh, Rise of Skywalker, and then Rise of Skywalker completely ignored it, even though it was the lead-in to Rise of Skywalker. And uh, Zay wow. Versio, Iden's daughter, and... Shriver in that book, and they're really good in it. Okay. Uh, they're supposedly at the final battle in um, episode nine, but they didn't show them, so who cares? Uh, I did notice that Wedge was in the game. They he do. Knew. I was like, hey, Wedge. When you're uh, on the boo, that was pretty cool. But they what do you think did... of the flying missions, the space fights? Well, a lot better than the multiplayer, I can tell you that, because yeah, you yeah. don't have some like level. F- 400 sweaty you know flying behind you doing tail spins you know and 180s and killing you but there were times that i thought it was really annoying that you it was just like the combat was just like really annoying because there would just be one enemy that was like glued to your tail and no matter what you did you could not lose them so they like when you're killing hask at first off trying to chase hask was i mean horrific because he kept going up and down and all around and all this yeah. I'm like okay yeah. fly in a straight line for two <laughs> seconds land a shot on you but and there's just so weird because the timing I don't know if it was my game glitching but the timing of the dialogue between the two of them was just so off because it'd just be like you know maybe a minute or two just me trying to fly around pilot the x-wing to shoot him down and then just Hask would say something and then I'm like that was just kind of weird. Like, why yeah. not continue the conversation as you're going? And then I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I will say that the flight stuff in uh, in Battlefront 2, I believe, if I have my information correct, was done by EA Motive. Hmm. And EA Motive is making a Star Wars space game. 
Okay. Um, that is supposedly, we're hopefully going to hear about it uh, on June 4th, which we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But okay. Um, supposedly we're going to hear about that cool. either, either with the, uh, either at the Sony co- thing coming up or we'll hear about it at the EA thing coming up. Right. Right. Uh, but I mean, Even overall, maybe it might be at Sony. Yeah. Overall, I mean, it wasn't hateful. It was okay. Um, I like that. That's your catchphrase. It wasn't hateful. I mean, it's a safer spots to go with. I like it. I um, like it. You know, there were some things. Some of the character models weren't very good. I mean, like the ones, for, like the ones for Leia and Han, in my opinion, they look decent. The beard that Han uh, had in the mission you played as him was just very yeah. poorly done. That's the one, uh, Madonna, right? Yeah. yeah. And also, the Millennium Falcon is literally a tank because I was scraping across yeah. the tops of the yeah. enemy ships, and I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. If I was in the X-wing, I would have blown up seven yeah. times already. Um. <laughs> Princess Leia's was okay, but Luke Skywalker's is terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't like Luke. I Luke's. don't know who. The mission was okay. I just thought it was really weird that I'm like, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I just finished killing a bunch of rebels. Now why am I Luke Skywalker? <laughs> yeah, and you know who voices Luke in that mission? No, Matthias Mercer. That's Matt Mercer. Okay, that's Matt Mercer that voices. Uh... The voice is Luke Skywalker. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. One I of will Matt say, Mercer's infinite voice acting roles. Yes, yeah, Matt um, Mercer. Matt Mercer. You know, from from Kingdom Hearts. Matt Mercer. Uh, from Critical Role. From Persona Five. Yeah, from everything. Uh, <laughs> I will say, there's one line of dialogue in Battlefront Two that makes it the best game ever made for me, and that's uh, there's a book called Star Wars: Lost Stars. It's my favorite Star Wars book of all time. I put it up there with the movies, in my opinion. And the main character, one of the main characters, is Thane Kyrell. And he is at the Battle of Jakku, and during the Battle of Jakku portion of the Battlefront 2 campaign, while you're flying around, you can hear somebody say, Kyrell's down! Go get Kyrell! Or something like that. And immediately made it a 10 out of 10 game because it paid more attention <laughs> because... to the existing canon than the movies well, do. So, that's, that's all that matters. <laughs> it cared more about the existing Star Wars canon than any of the movies ever have. Yeah. So... I, I, will, yeah, I will say, though, like, once... I saw Dell was there and I was like, oh, watch, I guarantee you at the end of this mission is going to be a big tipping point for character development of, hey, maybe we shouldn't be, you know, fighting for the Empire. And well, yeah. what do you know? Yeah. What do you That's know? exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm saying this like I hated it. I mean, it was fun. I did enjoy playing it. Um, But it was just that, I don't know. Like, I think as a, the story overall was just not the greatest. No, I I agree with you there. It was definitely hacked on, and it definitely felt like it was a response to not having one in the first game. Yeah, the characters were good. I liked the characters, you know, um, minus Shriv, because fuck Shriv. (laughs) Um, But it just felt like, you know... I don't know why you hate him so much. Just because he always had to run his mouth, and just (laughs) always was so pessimistic, and was just so... Shut up, I like the Lando mission with... That one was pretty cool, except it kept bugging me because of the part where you move the AT-AT to jump, and you have to jump over it into the lava. I would go to jump, and then I would hit where it was supposed to be and it would cl- it would literally drop me between the like one inch hole of where the platform was and where the ATAT was and just drop me into the lava so I was like well that's fun um <laughs> fun I also balanced. oh yeah 
I also do love how they change up the, the, the mission directives for when you were playing Lando. There was one of them was just shoot the thing. So yeah, you just I love shoot it. the control panel. I'm like, yep, yeah, that seems typical for Lando. That sounds right for Lando. Yeah. Did you play anything else besides Battlefront 2? Um, let's see, I had some Minecraft. Uh, actually, yeah, I played, oh, you um, were just playing something. I was playing Blasphemous, yeah. Um, what is that? So, I don't really know how to describe it. Is it it's a porn a, game? No. No, it's like a. It's, it's like a, a side. side it's a side. Yeah, it's a side. Yeah, it's a side scroller. I actually got it uh from one of the humble bundle deals like a couple months back. I never downloaded it, and it was like a 720 megabyte download. Um, yeah. the game's really Boy. cool. Yeah, the game's really cool because there's no pause menu. Um, so the controls are W A S D J K and space, and that's it. Okay. Um, oh, and I to open your inventory. Um, that's pretty easy. Yeah. So it's, it's actually, it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So it's a side scroller. It's got the story behind it. I'm not really quite sure what exactly it is. Um, they've had, they've got some pretty interesting cutscenes and it's in sort of like eight bit ish style. Um, yeah, it's pixelated. Yeah. Pixelated. Okay. But I mean, it, it, it is pretty fun. Um, I, you know, I'm playing that. I'd seen a few people play it before, uh, one of those including uh, Vadi Vidya. And um, there's another game that I actually have on Switch that I've played. It's called Slain Back from Hell. It's a similar style game. And I got that because it was free um, a couple months back, and I was playing that. And that one was actually pretty fun. I just got mad at it because I got stuck on one part, and I couldn't beat it. And I was like, well, this game sucks. Um, yeah. I'm going to go play Bloodborne for the 12th time. Not the original version of that game. What was that, Tyler? Terrible. Yeah. I said the original version of Slain was a terrible video game, and they oh, that's okay. what I heard. Yeah, it with the Back for Hell uh, version yeah. and made it good. Yeah, and so and that one's pretty fun. But yeah, so I was just messing around a little bit in Blasphemous, um, just because I was kind of bored. I was like, well, I don't really want to play Minecraft right now. So I was like, you know what? Let me see what games I had on Humble Bundle. Um, and so I downloaded that and was just messing around with it. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it was pretty cool, and it was just funny because a lot of people have compared favorite comparison um like oh yeah it's kind of like dark souls i'm like oh terrible i won't like it then i'm <laughs> gonna play it forever um well no and i was like yep i can see that they took some inspiration because it, as soon as you figure out just the basic controls of the game you're in a boss fight and i'm like cool um and so you know i'm just playing through it i'm gonna play some more see how that goes and it also just kind of reminds me that i need to actually finish playing hollow knight because i started playing that but i never finish it but i've heard it's really 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 good and i believe the sequel to that game has already come out if not coming out soon the I don't sequel know. should be coming out soon i don't believe it's yeah. out yet i yeah um, i don't remember if it ever came out yet but i heard it was really or it's supposed to be pretty good so yeah this it has the the other character the girl with the yeah the needle is it Silk Song? I think is the name of it. Um, yeah, it started out as a DLC. Yeah, uh, but then they they got too big and they're like, just just make it a sequel. It'll be yeah, fun. so they're making the sequel for it. Um, so yeah, messing around with that. It's uh, pretty fun. I'm gonna play some more of that. And um, I also just a little while ago was playing a little bit of Elder Scrolls Blades on Switch because that oh, released for the Switch hell? recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I get a free what? download. I, I gotta, when I get my Switch back, I'm gonna have to play that, cause I played it when we went to E3, and I loved it. Well, I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot better on Switch than I did on- See, my that phone. was, yeah, that was my thing too, was that when it first came out on, um, on mobile, I had applied, you know, I, you know, I- Yeah, cause you're an Elder Scrolls guy. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to see if I can get in the beta. And they, they emailed me like, hey, you got it. I'm like, cool. Excuse me. Then I was like, oh, wow, I thought it was like one of those really like sort of exclusive things. I'm like, well, I got in the beta, but it was much like any Ubisoft beta where if you just send an email <laughs> saying, hey, I'd like this is a platform I'm on. They just give you a key, even though it's a closed beta yeah. um, for 90 percent of the population. Um, so I was like, all right. So I started playing around with it and I actually really enjoyed it. Um, you know, at first, but then I was like, eh, I don't know, like playing on the phone's a little weird. I could see like I can see why people who aren't really big into like. Like, they just want to have a fun kind of just point-click kind of slash them, hack them up game. That could be fun for them. And then when I heard it was coming out on the Switch, I was really excited about that. And then I played the demo they had at E3 for the Switch. And I felt kind of bad for the guy there who was talking to me because he was French and he had a really thick accent and I couldn't understand him. So I just kept smiling and saying yes. Because he asked, he's like, well, have you played before? I said, well, actually, yeah, I have it downloaded on my phone. I've been playing since, like, it first released. He goes, oh, okay. You know, uh, so I was excited to see when it came out. So I was just messing around with it a little bit now. Um, It does, I think, use motion controls a little bit. I know, like, at the menu it does. So, like, if you, like, move your Switch around, you know, like, it'll move the menu around. Um, But, yeah, so just mess around with that a little bit. Um, You know, it's, it's, it's okay just a fun little thing to do when you're just kind of bored and you just want to mess oh, around. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all I've played this week besides Minecraft Dungeons is Minecraft. Been building yeah. up a world. Started working on a server. Um, I just actually pretty much, it's pretty much set, I think. We've got yeah, all the mods. Other, the, the modded one? Yeah, we just got all the okay. mods picked out. We've got uh, the server set up. I've got the plugin set up so that we can, because the thing is, we were playing on a realm server at first and we built yeah. a lot of stuff and we you didn't um, want to start over. You you want to tell the people how you decided to get a realm server? Oh yeah. Well, I decided to get a realm server cause I got in discord and Brendan was like, we're going to play league with, you know, our other friends. And I was like, no. And they're like, what do you mean? No. And I'm like, you guys are annoying as hell when you play league. And you don't have toxic. to join in. You don't well, have to join you guys in. are toxic as shit to each other. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, no, yes, you're not going to do that. What yes, if I pay not, for a realm server? It's not my fault. It's not your fault. It's all everyone right. else's fault. It's everyone else's fault. To be fault. fair, though, there's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. No, sorry. Six other voice channels you can join in. Not... Yeah, yeah. But all of you play League. The point is that y'all are toxic as hell when you play League. And so I was well, like, and no. What's, what's funny, too, it, what's funny, too, is like, we'll say it really depressed. Like, we're like, yeah, they're like, play some League. And we're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, we're not like, oh, let's play some League of Legends, dude. We're like, you guys want to play League? We even, we do, we don't even call it League anymore. We they call, call it, it Bad, bad Game. game. <laughs> like, you want to play Bad Game? We're like, all right. <laughs> like, it's like we're obligated to do it. Like, you know, you know, clocking in to go to work. Oh boy, but, here I go. Yeah, but I had, I, I was in the channel with like three of them and I said, <laughs> what if I pay for, a Minecraft Realm server. He goes, no, we're going to play Minecraft. We're like, but we don't have a server. And yeah. then it was funny because one of our friends, he actually, he has a dedicated server that he's been <laughs> asking us for a couple months now. He's like, hey, if you just tell me what mods you want, I'll download them and set them up on this server. And then Sean goes, no, I'm going to pay for a Realm <laughs> server and we'll play on that. And I kept saying, like, he's going to be mad. And they're like, why? It's like, because he has another server that he already pays for, you know, well, why not just use that yeah, one? Yeah, well, we just switched over to that one. I've been working with him on setting that one up yeah. today. 
But the point is that I was like, hey, what if I pay for a realm server? And two of the three League players were like, we won't play League, we'll play Minecraft. So <laughs> I... I was just kind I, of like, oh, okay. <laughs> I paid for the Minecraft server, and we've been playing that all week instead of them yelling at each other on League. So I think I did a good thing. <laughs> well, it was funny uh, because the, the other night, actually, Josh had logged in. I was going to log in because they had just reworked a champion, and there's this sort of exclusive skin you could get for it for free if you had the champion unlocked before they released. It was like 10.11 or 10.1's update. I don't remember which one it was. Um, But then I was like, damn, I don't have it. And then John, uh, one of our other friends was like, hey, you can just... um. He was like, you can still have it by then, this, that, and the other. And then I was just kind of, I just had the league client open. And then he invited me. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and then he was like, do you want to play? I was like, I don't know, nah, maybe. And then I just kind of left the invite just sitting there idle. <laughs> and then we wound up just playing Minecraft. <laughs> well, yeah, so I, I got the thing set up today. The big problem was that since we had already been playing on Realms, we wanted to keep that world because we built a bunch of stuff. And so we had to transfer it over from realms to another server but then as well if we were going to mod it we'd have to reload all the chunks that are not like we had to re we'd have to reload the chunks around the base which means i had to go through all the server files and figure out which chunk files oh were the ones for the base and which one were the ones around the base so that ores would spawn around the base uh, uh new modded ores and stuff would spawn and then <laughs> And then I had to go through all the mods and figure out which mods everybody wanted and kind of put it together into a mod pack that worked. A lot of people wanted to do... Are uh, all of the structures still there, including... Yep, everything's still there, including um, your secret base, yes. No, um, not mine. I was more specifically asking about the giant monument of fire. Yeah, no, Chad's hellscape is still there. Uh, and I, I went through, added all the mods. I then... I then... I, some of our friends were like, I want this mod and this mod and this mod. It's like, hey, those are 1.12 mods. And it, when we tried to load up the server as a 1.12 server with the world file from Realms, all the buildings disappeared. So that wasn't an option. Ooh. It had to be, uh, it had to be in 1.15 or else we'd lose all the work we had done. And so, uh, the mod list is much more limited on 1.15. So I had to curve people's <laughs> requests because it'd be like, yeah, no, Twilight Forest doesn't exist in. 1.15, or you can't get Galactic Craft. Sorry, you can't go to space. Um, and then I started working on plugins because I realized that, like, I was flying around the world a bit, and I don't think the world gen is exactly right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use the Dimensions plugin or the Multiverse plugin in order to spawn a second world that you can teleport back and forth from. And hopefully that second world will spawn with all the, mob, uh, the mod resources loading in. Mm. So that way... We'll be able to just go to the second world, collect resources there, and then teleport back to our first world where our base is. Um, but yeah, I've been doing a lot of work on Minecraft and a lot of not even playing Minecraft. Just, um, <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> Matt and I actually beat the Ender Dragon last yes, night. Yes, I wanted to ask you about that last night. Well, you know what I heard? <laughs> well, <laughs> so is I heard that Matt beat the Ender Dragon. <laughs> well, yes. Well, because well, well, see what happened was I'd never done it before because I'd never I rarely ever played minecraft so i'd never you know beaten the wither you know done the ender dragon or whatever so matt of course i mean he knows what to do i'm like all right well whatever um 
So I'm just kind of going around, going around, going around. There's a bunch of Endermen. Well, I'm not. I'm looking straight at the ground, and then all of a sudden, one of them just got pissed off at me. I was like, "Well, okay." So I had like twelve of them chasing me, <laughs> and I couldn't heal fast enough and like eat food fast enough to even do anything. Because then Matt's like, "Oh, it's in melee phase. Go hit it." And I'm like, "No, I can't." He goes, "Why not?" I'm like, "Because there's just this sea of Endermen in front of me, and if I <laughs> try to get there, I'm just getting bounced around like a ping pong ball." And I'm like, "Well, okay." So it had very little health left. And I was about to, like, finish eating, like, a baked potato or something and then be like, all right, let's go. And then I got mobbed and died. And then he beat it. And I was like, well, all right. And then I had to find where the portal was because I had to go all the way back to where it was. And then I found it. But then I was being chased by every mob in the game. (laughs) And then the problem was is I didn't have a shovel equipped and I couldn't just jump down the hole because I'd kill myself. (laughs) So that I thought I could do a massive loop, equip my shovel, and then dig all the way down. And then when I'm digging down, they're all chasing me. So I just knocked them all off. They all <laughs> fell and died. It was this whole thing. And it really sucked because by the time we went into the end portal there, we found out that there's only a one in four chance of you yeah. actually getting an end city. And we didn't get it. <laughs> yeah. But we can always well, go back and reload it. So Yes. Uh, yes, that is true. That is something yeah. that we'll be able to do. Uh, what was I going to say? I was going to say something, but I, uh, oh, one of the mods we put in there for you, Brendan, is a coin you might like that, um, has, uh, like side quests you can pick up. Like it's a bounty board. Okay. Yeah. You might like that. Cause I know you're into the more adventurous stuff, yeah. but besides all that, that's pretty much all that uh, we've been playing this week. So we're going to go to break. You guys are going to hear about some other Merc with movie blog podcast shows. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about news. So we'll be back in one moment. Hey there, Schmodown fans, this is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talkin' Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shirewolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. everybody jay wade and kaylin here to tell you about sen afterlife it's an after show podcast where we expand on the week of craziness on sen live as well as have guests on to join in the fun yep, and we get personal too we do movie reviews and at times we go way off the rails which i guarantee is always kaylin's fault hey how rude and not true so come join us on the mark with the movie blog feed and remember to rate share and subscribe and as always enjoy Hey guys, Sean here. Be sure to check out the new podcast over here at Merc with Movie Blog, Beyond the Screen. Mike, Sarah, and I, every week, coming together, doing our own little, our little radio show, whatever you want to call it, talking movie news, life, 
TV news, anything. Whatever comes up, that's what we're going to talk about. Every week, just come check it out. Where? Where? On the Mercury Movie Walk feed! Perfect! <laughs> Yay, okay, don't listen. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Hey guys, it's Sean. I wanted to tell you guys about the new show I'm hosting, The Harry Potter Review Show. Every other week, I'm joined by some combination of Kaylin, Sarah, and one guest that has never read the books. We discuss one movie per episode and break down what we love about them, what we don't love about them, and the differences from the books to the movies. It's a ton of fun, and I hope you guys will tune in to check it out. Until then, mischief managed. Okay, and we're back. Listen to all those shows. They're fantastic. Starting up, gaming news. Uh, I know, Tyler, you watched this. I don't know, Brendan, if you got the chance to watch The Last of Us Part 2 State of Play. No, because I've been busy at work recently, so yes. I haven't had time to do any of that, unfortunately. So they showed off uh, some gameplay, quite a bit of gameplay, actually. Uh, okay, so, Tyler, what were your impressions from the gameplay that they showed? Uh, Nothing super new, but like feels way more visceral than the yeah. first oh yeah the combat like, like just feels violent like Ellie will sneak up on someone and just ram an axe into their chest and yeah and like the dodging is the it, I, what I my main takeaway is that the movement looked much more fluid mm-hmm. than the first game the movement looked really good Ellie's uh, supposed to be faster and yes more the dodging was cool that there was a little fight where she like dodge, 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 fucking punched the dude in the gut and like stabbed him in the throat or something. It was pretty, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gunplay looks a little bit easier this time around. Yeah. Um, the person playing was just good. Yeah, that might also be it. It just looked, honestly, it just looked like more Last of Us, but more refined Last of Us. Not, yeah. no huge changes. The biggest uh, thing was that they had a PS Vita in it in the trailer. That's Uh, funny. And it was playing uh, Hotline Miami. Oh, was it? To show you how dated it really is. Because uh, the outbreak happened in 2013. And Um, Hotline Miami was the last game to release closest to that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they really... They're being very careful with the game, like, about what they show. Yeah. So... I mean, they didn't show anything crazy, I don't think. I think they showed some new zombie types, but they said that there was an even more horrifying zombie type that you'll have to wait to discover in-game. Hmm. Um, uh, they definitely uh, have gone further with their uh, like their NPC enemy kind of yes. noises and dialogue. Yes. You hear I them remember, like oh choking on their own blood. And... Yeah, that was horrific. <laughs> there were a couple moments where they like kill people and you just hear them gargle. As they fall, yeah. and it was like, oh Jesus! And hitting the dog with the Molotov, Jesus! Yeah. And then it like whined. Oh man, I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. I might have to turn the sound off while I play. <laughs> like, I don't know if I'm gonna oh. be able to listen to people and dogs and make I, that noise. And I thought I felt bad when um <laughs> when I played Dishonored and he had that one bolt bolt on your little mini crossbow that would just have all the rats eat someone. And I thought I felt <laughs> bad for doing that, but now. <laughs> That sounds horrifying. Yeah, dude. It, the The Last of Us Two Part Two looks insanely, insanely violent. Uh, uh, Ellie can swim now, which is great. Yes, she no longer have to do before. those stupid fucking puzzles with her. 
um, talked about NPCs being AI, like AI NPCs helping yeah, you out. On your, on your team. I forget the guy's name that they showed. Uh, the world looked pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's more it's more open maps than uh, the first one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like the horseback and taking yeah. boats and stuff. Yeah, it, it looks it looks cool. I mean, at this point, I'm just waiting for it to come out. I still have not gotten any of the spoilers. Thankfully, yeah. which is cool. You know, um, I actually tried to go looking for them just because I was curious and I was bored and I couldn't find them anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which was um, weird because I'm like, well, they're all over the place. I went to Twitter, couldn't find them on Twitter, couldn't find them on Reddit. I even just Googled it and they were like, <laughs> it was just news reports of like, oh, you know, sources said there was a massive leak for The Last of Us Part Two, And I'm like, cool, what are they? I want to know them. <laughs> I've, I've cool. read the text details. But I think there was like two hours of footage, uh, like cutscenes that were leaked as well. I haven't seen those at, at all. Yeah, I heard Ty- some things, but I was like, okay. Tyler messaged me before the state of play started, which is all caps. Turn off the chat. <laughs> uh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that, and I was like, what are they yeah, talking no. about? That I was like, oh right, because I was at work, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what chat? What are they talking about? <laughs> Anything that's even remotely close to the PlayStation related, I just this might be a good idea to stay away from chat if you're into Last of Us too. See, it's funny because like most games that like I normally look forward to when they're coming out usually don't have massive spoiler things, or if there are things that wind up being spoiled, it's like already been confirmed. <laughs> they're like, Oh yeah, they like already confirmed it. So it's like when like Sekiro was coming out, like there weren't any massive leaks for that from what I remember. They're just kind of like, here's the game. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> well, here's a trailer. And I'm like, sweet. It was strange with The Last of Us Part Two, uh, state of play. The last scene, Tyler, did it feel like you were supposed to know who that was? It did feel like you're supposed to know who that girl was. Because she goes into the room and she's like, remember me? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't remember I'm sorry, you. Who are you? I was like, yeah, of course you remember me. I, you person. At yeah, first, I thought. You guy. At first, I okay. So spoilers for the Last of Us Part One, uh, mm-hmm. the first one. Whoa! At first, I thought that it was Ellie's like girlfriend. Not really. Like they experimented in the DLC. They were they were friends yeah. in um in what were they in Boston when the game started? I think they were in Boston. They're in Boston, they're friends, and they experiment in the DLC, but... They experiment? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that they were dating. You, they fucking... you, she's, she's your best friend. You guys are yeah. hanging out in this zombie kind of place, yeah. doing stuff, like dancing and having fun and taking pictures yeah. and killing zombies. And then, like, you, you kiss at some point because you're that yeah. close. Yeah. And then uh, you both get bit, she dies, you don't. Yes. So at first, well, I was like, rough. wait, is that supposed to be... That, cause the whole idea is that Ellie is, uh, immune to the zombies. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the whole idea of the, the first game. The whole plot of the first game is that you play as Joel and you are tasked with taking this young girl, Ellie, across the country to, um, the fireflies and because she is immune to the virus and she can, they can use her to make a cure. And that's the plot of the first game. It's a really good game. Mm. But, uh, in the DLC, you meet this girl, who, and she kind of looked a little similar to the girl at the end. 
not really, but that was the only connection I could make is I was like, yeah. is that supposed to be the girl that, but she died at the end of the DLC. So it can't be her, but I don't know. It really, maybe. And it can't be the other black character girl you meet in the first game. Cause she looks younger than her. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that, who it is. Maybe it's just something that happens earlier in the story. And that's what I was thinking is it probably has to do. Cause it seems like the game is going to, Towards the beginning, the like where where I can't remember what the name of the town they're in is, but they're in a town. It seems like it's going to get attacked, and yeah. it's probably related to that. Um. So yeah, that was uh that was the Last of Us Part Two state to play. Up next on the docket, BlizzCon 2020 canceled. They're not yeah. going to hold BlizzCon 2020. Makes sense. Yeah, I'm. Uh, so I can't I, buy my virtual ticket in Overwatch to get my uh, oh, bl- uh, my BlizzCon exclusive part. skin because they've had one for Bastion, one for Winston, and I think that's about it. All right, that's all, all I can of be. Those skins have been bad. I'm honestly a little surprised. <laughs> yeah, that because they're just it. blue and white, and it just says BlizzCon on the shoulder. <laughs> Did they say if they were going to hold a digital showcase? I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I know what they've done in the past is you can buy a virtual yeah, ticket see, to BlizzCon. That's why um, I'm confused that they canceled. And it, I know I don't someone who did buy just... one, and they were like, "Yeah, it was a terrible waste of money." Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but I mean, they have stuff to talk about: Diablo Four, oh, yeah. Overwatch Two, uh, the new World of Warcraft expansion. I mean. That's something that boggles my mind is that World of Warcraft, it's the same game that released all those years ago. They just add expansions to it. I'm excited for the new expansion. And people don't complain about it. No, well, no, they do. Well, they they still play. They released uh, World of Warcraft Classic. Yeah, Yeah, they released World of Classic, I think. People think it went pretty well from what I remember. But I just think that's a, it's just so crazy that it's like, yeah, it's the same base game they released years ago. They've just added tons of expansions onto it and people just eat it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not a big WoW fan. I love the lore, but I'm not, I don't like play the game. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited for the new expansion because they're finally revamping the leveling system in it. What they're doing is because right now you have, um, I think the game goes up to level 110 and mm-hmm. you Oh, I remember you saying something about this yeah, a while so back. Now right now when you play the game, you start at level one in the stuff that released in two thousand and four and play through the content all the way up until the most recent stuff. And you have to play through every single expansion until you get to the current stuff. I what think I kinda doing... I kinda like that though, because problems with some like MMOs like ESO Yes. Like when you first get into the game, it just drops you into the new DLC area. And so it's like I bought uh Elsvire mainly because I wanted to play the Necromancer class, so I bought it. Um and so I downloaded the game again. And so I made a new character just because I already had one that I had made a while ago, but that was when the Morrowind expansion came out, and when I started the game, it just started me in Morrowind. And that's something I don't like about that. Like some games where it's just like some MMOs, they do that. They just start you in the expansion. Then you yeah. can go back and do the stuff it's, later. It's good to play through the beginning to to current. So just you know how exactly. to play the game when you get to all the new, more harder stuff. I know there's like a, and yeah. the 14, there's like a skip potion where you can skip all the early game stuff, max level. Yeah, no, I, I agree stuff. with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Like people who people who start the game and do that are 
just going to be a hindrance to the people who've been playing. Right. And plus, but also, I feel like from a player's stance, yeah, I was just going to say from the player's standpoint, it's also kind of a little confusing too, because it just drops you in the DLC and you're like, and then, you know, people who've been playing the game since it came out know everything, you know, the whole story and whatnot. There could be a cutscene where there's like an important character that dies and you're like, oh, that guy died. Wonder who that was. Or all the other fans are like, oh my God, I can't believe he's dead. So it's like Aqua got Norden. Aqua got Norded. So the new, the way the new WoW leveling is going to work is that it's going from 110 levels back down to 60. It's going to have a new level cap of 60. They're creating a new zone for the starting area that does for levels 1 to 10. And then after you hit level 10, the first time you play on your first character, it's going to take you to the battle for Azeroth area, which is the the current DLC or the current uh, expansion. Then you're going to level from 10 to 50 through the current expansion zone. Then at level 50, you'll go into the new expansion and that's level 50 to 60. Once you've done that, every time you make a new character, you spend one to 10 in the new starting zone. And then when you hit level 10, you can choose to level from 10 to 50 through any of the expansions. So you can decide, all right, I want to level 10 to 50 in Classic WoW, and it'll take you to the vanilla areas. Or I want to level 10 to 50 in Burning Crusade, and it'll take you to the Burning Crusade area, or Wrath of the Lich King, or Cataclysm, whatever. One of the 80 DLCs. (laughs) Yes. But why I think this is a good thing, whereas what what you guys are talking about, where that's different. That's starting at the max level. That's, That's different. What this is, is... Right now, when you boot up WoW, you're playing content from, like, two, some content's from 2004, and some of it's from, like, 2012 because of Catalyst, Cataclysm. Yeah. So you're playing arguably worse content than what you bought the game for, which is the new stuff. Because they've learned over a decade, you know, over, like, 16 years of making this game, they've learned how to make better content. So instead, you're going to get that better contact, contact, content right off the bat you're going to start the game and immediately get met with content that is the product of a team that learned over time instead of having to play the content Mm. that released 14 years ago and is boring as shit i feel like like in that yeah no but i feel like in that same sort of vein though like it could spoil your experience because it's like if you start out with a really really good content and then it's like well i've already finished all the new stuff i want to go back and do the old stuff and then you start going back and doing the old stuff you'll just kind of be like oh well this this sucks that is that is that is but then again also genuine concern yeah but also you know like you said you know if you're playing stuff from 2004 or 2012 you know like over yeah like over 16 years ago or whatever yeah i mean it's like it's gonna make sense that sure it's not gonna be as great as the stuff that came out three years ago because you know exactly like you said you know the team has learned hey these things work these don't here's what they like here's what they don't like you know so they've had more fine-tuning than when the game first came out and i think it's the idea of choice right yeah you get if you want to play the older stuff you can go play the older stuff if you want to play the newer stuff you can go play the newer stuff. And I, but, and I like that freedom too. So that way know, it doesn't like, it doesn't put you locked in where it's like, you have to finish this. Yes. Then you can go back and do that. Cause I know there are some games that'll do that where, um, where it's like, okay, you have to finish this specific part. Then yeah. you can go back and either replay all the stuff you just did or go do all the other stuff when it's like, yeah. Hey, if there's like a specific item you really want for your character, but it's in that area, you have to go through this massive grind of, okay, now I've completed this area. Now I can go access the other area. Yes. But anyways, this is a big tangent we got on. Sorry. Yeah. Right? 
I, I am probably uh, one of the most passionate World of Warcraft fans who never played World of Warcraft. I played World of Warcraft. One of my I really friends used not one of my, one of my friends actually used to be in the top five of people who played World yeah, of I, Warcraft. Like it's cool. He's number I can't six. Play by oh no, sorry. Top. No, he was number five. Then he got down to number six, and then he stopped playing. <laughs> so. Next up, uh, this is actually kind of cool, I think. Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human are all coming to Steam on June 18th. I've never played Heavy Rain. I've never played Heavy Rain. I've heard of it, but I was going to say, to add to that list, I don't know if it's coming out on June 18th, but Sea of Thieves is also coming to Steam. Yes. I don't know when that's coming to Steam. Yeah, I'm not... Yeah, sometime soon. I'm not sure when, because right now it's only exclusive if you have the Xbox Game Pass. Or what... Yeah, they added an update a while ago. Um, and then, or I remember it's like going through like the Windows Store. I mean, that's how I got it, but it's still like if you had the. Oh Xbox no, they had an update had... two days ago. Oh, did they? Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, so that is launching, or that is going to be launching on Steam sometime soon. Oh my God, Brendan, they added Tall Tales checkpoints to Sea of Thieves. Yes. You can now quit a session and resume an in-progress story. That's so helpful. Holy crap. They should have added that when it came out. Good lord. Yeah, okay, wow. That's good. I've played a few of them, and they're really good. Oh, wow, yeah, okay. Anyway, sorry, I got got, uh, distracted. But yeah, there was a new uh, update. But god damn, that's nice. But what I wanted to say was that I've played both uh, Beyond Two Souls and Detroit Become Human, and those are two of my I've game. heard Detroit Become Human was really good. You and another one of my friends, she said that that game was really, really good. I've um, seen uh, playthroughs of all three of them. Uh, familiar with the the creative director behind uh, Quantic Dreams. Yeah. David Cage. Yeah, crazy man. <laughs> I've also seen a uh, playthrough of his uh, one of his first games, uh, Omicron, The Nomad Soul. That's not a good game. <laughs> I think I think all these games are, are are have some strong elements uh with their story. Oh yeah. Uh, but also some of them fall a little bit flat. Yeah, I remember when Detroit became uh become human came out, Sean played the shit out of it. And I yeah, remember there'd be times where, you know, we're just sitting in our Discord server, we're just talking and he'd hop in and I could hear his PlayStation in the background of him playing Detroit Become Human. And then he's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's like freaking out over things. We're like, you good? Uh, like, And then somebody random would just like, you know, one of our other friends would join in. And then they just hear Sean screaming like, what's going on? And we're like, oh, he's playing Detroit Become Human. Oh, okay. Detroit is such a weird ride. I, I, yeah. I, like, I only like one third of that game. Uh, I, and, I, yeah. yeah, And that's with Hank and Connor. Dude, Hank and Connor is great. 28 stab wounds. 28 stab wounds. Uh, I'm the android sent by Cyberlife. Uh, Swoosh. Swoosh. Uh, I'm really excited. I'm probably going to replay Detroit Become Human. I might, I don't know. I might pick it up. I might get it on the PS4, to be honest. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Clancy. Uh, I forget his look. Clancy Brown. Oh, Clancy Brown, yeah. He plays uh, Hank. Yeah. Yes. Also the voice of uh, Mr. Krabs. Yes. Also the voice money, of Savage Savage uh, Press in the Clone Wars. Yes, um, it's true. Press. Which I didn't know that, and I was like, that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Also coming ah, up, 
Dead Dead by Daylight is adding Silent Hill characters. Heather slash Cheryl Mason. Don't know why there's two names there. And uh, if you played Silent Hill three, you would know. Okay. Um, I thought Silent Hill was dead. I thought like they weren't doing anything with that IP anymore. Uh, I think it's Konami's not doing anything with that IP yeah. anymore. If they don't have to lift a finger, they'll probably let you use it for didn't, a small cameo. Didn't Kojima recently deny that he was going to acquire the rights back? I didn't hear anything about that. I know there was a Silent Hill game that was supposed to come out a while ago that when they released the trailer for it, people lost their fucking minds. Um, And then they never did anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they released Metal Gear Survive. That was a... Blockbuster hit. Yeah, P- PT um, was uh PT was a uh playable demo for a new Silent Hill game uh featuring uh Kojima, uh Junji Ito, Guillermo del Toro. Oh wow. Uh main character is Norman Reedus. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't Norman Reedus in that because I know yes. before yeah. Death Stranding they he, they had worked on another project together, which was that Silent Hill game. And that uh that kind of fell through. Yeah. And, that's and they ended why up there are, doing Death Stranding instead. Yeah, that's why there are problems with Metal Gear Solid Five. That's yeah. why uh, Metal Gear Survive happened and Death Stranding <sighs> happened once there was Kojima went over moment. to PlayStation and stuff. There yeah. was that one big moment where Kojima came out of stage at the Game Awards, and he they were like trying to build a bridge in front of him. Yeah, because the the, the, <laughs> the previous year he won an award, I think, and yes. he couldn't be there because yeah. Konami had like. Yeah, Konami barred, barred him. Yeah, they barred him from going. Yeah, because I remember yeah. Jeff Keenly was like, yeah, he won the award. They're like, unfortunately, he can't come accept the award. And everybody in the crowd was pissed. I don't yeah. know if you guys oh, ever yeah. saw that clip or oh, watched yeah. it. But they're all like, boo. Like, they were losing their minds. And even Jeff Keenly was like, yeah, I know. But I mean, he, he's kind of on a bit of like a, a, the scale there just because it's like, I'm, you know, I know him and Kojima are friendly, but it's also like he can't put too much personal bias and he also can't no. say too much because he's like, I need to get the show going. And also if I spend yeah. 25 minutes talking about how Konami totally fucked Kojima, you know, it's like, I might lose my job. <laughs> so, and then you have the cursed photo that is mocap Jeff Keenly. Um, yeah. Uh, besides that, all right, here we go. Let's talk about some TV and movie news. We're going to get the oh, bullshit out of the oh, way. I was oh. going to say real quick before that, um, I just saw a thing from IGN uh, that CD Projekt Red just revealed that uh, its Witcher series of games has sold a com- uh, over a combined 50 million copies. Oh, of course it did. It's the fucking Witcher. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying it's pretty nifty no, stuff. No, it is. It is. I was, cool. I was going to ask if either of you have played uh, Dead by Daylight. I have not actually. I never played it. I know some people that did play it. Sean doesn't multiplayer games. Sean doesn't do horror, so that's why he should really play Outlast and Outlast Two. That'd be hilarious. Um, Pyramid joins uh, a roster of other uh, killers, such as uh, Ghostface. Oh yeah. uh, The Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Bubba Sawyer, uh, Michael Myers. Isn't Freddy Krueger in it? Kruger is in it. Yeah, Leatherface. Yeah. And uh, Heather joins survivors such as Bill from Left 4 Dead. Oh, nice. Ash yeah. Williams. Oh, Steve that's Harrington cool. from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, they did do a Stranger Things one, didn't they? Yeah. They did. From what I heard, because like, when that game first came out, it was like people played it like, yeah, Nancy, it's okay. Too. Um, but it, from what I've heard, the oh, game's gotten like a lot better from what I've heard. Like, and people like really like yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard. Adding a ton of stuff to it. 
ghost face from Scream. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big, I'm not into those, like, neither am I. Especially the multiplayer ones. I don't know. It's not really my cup of tea. I don't know. Are you into those kinds of games, Tyler? Uh, I like to watch them. I don't play them. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, now I am going to get us into the movie and TV news and we're going to start with the shit tier stuff first. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 confirmed. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog sequel is in development. I don't have the information right in front of me, but I do believe writer director team is coming back. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Sonic the Hedgehog movie is officially getting a sequel with Jeff Fowler returning to direct and Pat Casey and Josh Miller once again writing its script. Yeah, so, I mean... I thought you said you were starting with the shit tier stuff because you're starting out on a very high note. Uh, look, you know what? I'm excited for you guys because I know you guys both enjoy the movie. I'm happy you're going to get another one. It's a great movie. Out. Hopefully it's, it's better movie. than the last one. Hopefully they lean more into the weird stuff because I think that was where it the Man, first movie just, did well. Just show me Shadow the Hedgehog. Uh, I don't... Bring no, him up. Anywhere. <laughs> Any, literally anywhere. <laughs> I will. I, I'm serious. I think Shadow would make the movie better, but I think anything else. I'm excited because spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog. Skip ahead like 15 seconds. We saw Tails at the end. So yeah. I'm Which excited. That got spoiled for me and I was actually pissed. Yeah. Um, yeah people did not wait about that. No. No, because um, one of my fr- one of our friends told it because we were talking, he had seen it and I hadn't seen it yet. He goes so he goes, Yeah, so then when Tails shows up at the end, I was like, What the fuck, man? He goes, What? I was like, I said, Don't say anything. Cause he didn't even ask. He goes, Do you care if I talk about it? And I said, Yes, I do, don't say anything. He goes, Okay, so yeah, with Tails, that was pretty cool. I'm like, What the fuck, man? It really pissed wasn't me there, off. Wasn't there an occasion where somebody spoiled a movie for you, but they didn't know they spoiled it? Like they didn't think it was actually gonna happen? And then it did. What are you talking about? You when you spoiled? Uh... No, there was another. There was another movie I thought where they said something to you, and you're like, "Why would you spoil that?" And they were like, "Oh, I didn't realize that actually happened." <laughs> I, I thought think I know what you're together. talking. No, I don't think. He I mean, that might have. No, 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 because he had already seen it by then. Mm, okay. Anyways, point is, Sonic the Hedgehog two. Uh, I'm. Like, it might be cool. I, I hope they lean more into the weird stuff because that's kind of where they left off. And I thought the weird stuff was the best part of the movie. More so, adventures of uh, Sonic and Cyclops. Yeah, don't need more of that. Uh, but definitely if you want to bring more of the fucking creatures in and like the ro- the mushroom world that Jim Carrey ended up in, uh, Dr. Robotnik. Yeah, I'd be down to that. I mean, hangs out with Hugh Jackman. That would be good. Uh, the other <laughs> thing, TV show. Disney Plus seems like we're actually getting that Kingdom Hearts TV show that I said was bullshit. Uh, do you think? Um, I don't know if they've said anything. Do you think it'll be more like live action or stick more towards like the? It's going to be CG. From what specifically three D? This is what has been reported. What has been reported is that it's going to be a CG animated series that Disney tried to do it and could not figure out how to, and so they offloaded it to Square Enix, and Square Enix is going to be developing it. Or developing okay. a pilot, making a pilot in the Unreal Engine. Oh, I remember. Okay, I remember you saying something so, about that. That'll be pretty nifty. Oh, well, that'll be cool. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, I'm surprised that there isn't, like, an anime already they've for... Tried. They've anime. tried multiple times, and it's never gotten off the ground, but I'm and surprised... Our, yeah, makes sense. ...handing over the reins to Square Enix to put something on their platform, to be honest. I've... That's the most shocking part about this. Well, it's probably because Disney, I mean, Disney doesn't really do 
that's true but also disney's not logical they're a corporation <laughs> yeah right uh, you know it's yeah it doesn't it doesn't really make sense for disney to to do that it um, doesn't but they're, they're very hands-on with everything that they do. well they like to be hands-on because they're money hungry so um <laughs> I'm that they're, they're not going to be hands-on in this case uh well, well i'm sure they'll I mean, be hands-on but not to the extent that it was if disney was making it yeah i mean it's kind of like when the assassin's creed movie came out ubisoft worked with I forget who it was that made that movie, but they worked hand-in-hand yeah. hand with them. But from what I heard, they weren't, like, super hands-on. But they were very... It's the involved. opposite of that. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, they were very involved with it. But, I mean, I think that it's good, though, when you work, like, when you're doing a series or a film oh, yeah, I based agree. off of a, a video game. Because if you don't work with the company at all, from the, with the people who write the shit and make it, then you're going to be just poking around in the dark and it's going to be like, okay, none of this makes sense. So it's like, if you know, but then again, I also, you can also, you know, with a company like Disney that likes to be very hands-on, I hope they don't kind of like suffocate Square Enix where they're like, yeah, well, you have to do it this way. And they're like, well, no, we really don't. But then they just kind I'm, of, get, you know, like bent I'm into submission. That they don't know what they have mm. uh, and that they'll take a hands-off approach to it because they don't know what it could be. Right. And they don't, care that being said uh i think it's better to have square enix do it than if disney oh i agree nice but tyler what is this show gonna be about what is what is the kingdom hearts disney plus tv show going to be i don't know dude i i hope it doesn't add anything new we don't need anything new right now wait wait, hang on a second yes we do we need new stuff after the end of remind Yes! Let that continue in the games. Okay. You mean don't do anything in the past? Don't, don't, don't add any new wrinkle to what we have with like Yozora and the foretellers and whatever's happening next. Don't add anything new to that. We, there's enough going on. We don't need a new faction or anything. What if they finish Union Cross in a TV show? That'd probably be better. Yeah. Uh, I think that the most likely thing is that they're going to... Okay, so I've got three minds on what it'll be. I think they could either just redo the story of Kingdom Hearts, uh, and hopefully Nomura would be able to actually plant seeds of stuff that he bullshitted later on earlier. Either they're going to just do the story of Kingdom Hearts, it'll be completely unrelated, and it'll just be Sora, Donald, and Goofy, or even maybe a new character, a new original character with Donald and Goofy going around to the different Disney worlds solving problems. Or somebody in a Discord server that Tyler and I pointed out that a good plot for the show would be at the end of Remind, we're told that Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are going back to all the worlds that Sora had visited to look for cute clues about where he went. So that's a pretty good way to do the show without alienating people. Because you've yeah. got all no- all characters that people recognize with, you know, Sora, or sorry, sorry, with um Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. You've got all Disney worlds that are all obviously recognizable. You can use Sora as the kind of like, like Luke Skywalker is in the force awakens where the entire movie is about him, but it's about people trying to find him. So the show can be all about people trying to find Sora. You don't even really have to have him show up until the very end or even at all. But I think that would be another good way to do it. If you had to choose a way to do it, obviously not like not confined to the three that I just listed, but if you were the person that was put in charge of this, and they said, "How? What story are we going to tell? What would you do, Tyler?" I'd uh, I'd adapt the manga. Okay, that's what I'd do. It's okay. 
it's a, it's a retelling of the of the games, but there's yeah. uh, some more jokes in there. You could probably toss in some information about things that happen later, and uh, still keep it kind of funny. I like that. I like that idea. Actually, I'd be happy with that as well. I think that'd be cool. I'd love to see the three five eight manga adapted. Yeah, all of it. All right. Uh, those are that stuff. We do have two other small pieces of news. Just that uh, Sony has announced on June fourth. So. Next week on Thursday, um, they're going to be revealing their PlayStation 5 lineup, pretty much. Oh, yeah. uh, probably the PlayStation 5, because we still haven't seen it. <laughs> Maybe. Um, That'd be interesting. Uh, we also, with a little caveat, we also learned that any new titles submitted for certification post-July 13th must also work on the PlayStation 5, uh, which is interesting. I'll say, I don't know, Tyler, you don't work Thursday, do you? No. I'll try and get the stream set up for Thursday then. And maybe you and I, I think Brendan, you work on Thursdays. Let me but, check uh, my schedule. Cause I mean, I just got a new boss, uh, this past week. So the old one, she left and I got a new one. I think I do work this Thursday, probably. Uh, it's four Eastern on Thursday. Uh, so we'll, three my time. yeah, yeah, I work. Yeah. So Tyler and I will, we'll stream that. We'll be, we'll try. I, I, I mean, I'm not volunteering you for it, but, uh, if you want to, I'll set it up. Uh, I don't care. I mean, I'm right, not going to be doing anything. Yeah. And, it's, and we'll still have time afterwards. That's like... For sweet life. Yeah. Sweet life and everything else. I so. do also have some groundbreaking news whenever you're ready. Oh, okay. Well, I, you know I know what? you guys That's will be scary. super excited to know that uh, the NFL just signed a contract with uh, EA to get for six more years of Madden. So I know you guys were really, really looking forward to that. So. And yeah, then on... June 24th. <laughs> on June 24th, we're going to be watching, or I'm going to be watching, won't, won't stream this. It's not a big enough deal. Um, the Marvel's Avengers War Table stream, which is going to show off that game. Finally, I'm excited to find out more about it. Was there anything, was there a demo or anything for that yeah, at E3? Oh, no. no, they showed video, I think, but I was doing that. Kind of like Cyberpunk. Player. Well, because rem- yeah. I remember they had like a whole thing there. Because I remember the cyberpunk I thing. The booth, but I did not go into it, and I heard. Okay, it I didn't. Like- yeah, okay. When I'm I was waiting for Final Fantasy, this, one of the guys was like, "Yeah, it was really stupid. It was a really dumb presentation. They just gave me this folder, and he held up this folder full of like pictures and stuff. And I was like, can I, can, can I see that? <laughs> I want to. I want. I don't want to go through the line. I want to see what they showed you. I just uh, remember. Do you remember what was it? Uh, there was that one guy by the Final Fantasy uh, remake one who was handing out it was those big like shopping bags for yeah. oh, uh, Final Fantasy. I still have that too because he he literally threw it at me. He's like, "Hey, bud!" I was like, "Hey!" And he just threw it at me. He's like, "Oh my god, what is this?" And and then just walked away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay. All right, we're gonna run through the upcoming releases because. We're going a little long. Uh, June 2nd. I know, Brendan, you're so excited. Valorant. June 2nd. Yes, Valorant comes out. Ranks have been reset. The beta closed, uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, I, I don't know if it was like the last day. I actually haven't played any in a couple of days, so it's probably good for my mental and physical health. Um, so yeah, releases fully June 2nd. Uh, like I was saying, uh, last episode, and I'll say again, you know, all the ranks are going to be reset. Uh, all the progress we made on contracts for the agents, which are the different playable characters, will also be reset. As far as like any exclusive things for playing in the beta, uh, when the game comes out, I don't know. They probably will have that. Um, most games do, but yeah, so the full game finally releases 
uh, June 2nd, which is Tuesday. Nice. I'm I hope very excited. Johnny Gat. <laughs> Johnny Gat? Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. You know what? I'm down for that. Uh, June 5th, Command & Conquer Remastered Collection releases for Windows. I've never been a Command & Conquer guy, so I'm not really... Henry Cavill is never a fan of those it. games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and you're a fan of Henry Cavill, so it all comes uh, full circle. Exactly. So uh, that means it has to be good. Yes. And then on June 5th, The Outer Worlds releasing on Nintendo Switch. I have it from my computer. It's a very fun game. I know, I know, I know you and someone else have told me that the game's really, really, really good. Um, it's made by Obsidian, Obsidian the people who have made the only good Fallout game. Um, <laughs> four? <laughs> oh shit! Oof. No, <laughs> New Vegas is the three in New Vegas are probably the best Fallout games in my opinion. New Vegas being the better of the two. Um, like order of the Fallout games that exist. That is true. Um, that is good math. Um, hmm, I'm, I'm close to half or a third. I don't know. No, it is more close to half. Uh, I, I own uh, Outer Worlds on PS4. Uh, it's a it's a fun game. Uh, I hear the second yeah. half just isn't as good, but you know I'll see when I get there. Yeah, I heard it was pretty good. I wanted to get it. I never bought it, but I'm also a little worried about it being released on the Switch just because it's like again with these yeah. big like yeah. these big titles, you know, being released on you know Switch. It's cool that you know they want to be in that market too, but it's also like the Switch in comparison to other consoles like Xbox and PS4, it's not very powerful. No. So unless it is going to be true that they make a version of the Switch that can run games better and is a more power, powerful version of the Switch, I'm a little apprehensive of these games coming out. Switch buff. On the Switch. Yeah, the Switch. Yeah. Because, I mean, you would have got, yeah. you know, the other one, the light, so. I'm excited to see what Obsidian's next game is after Outer Worlds. Uh, hear that it's coming sooner rather than later. Maybe unlike Elder Scrolls Six. Yes, <laughs> maybe even to the point of it being shown next month in June. That'd be cool. Uh, I get. I mean, Outer Worlds was a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. It's not a huge game. Did you so, finish it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. A, it's. It's. I mean, it's a. It's a decently sized game, but it's not as Got big you. as like New Vegas or uh any other other games. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited to see. And I heard that their next game is like their proper skyrim size or new vegas size rpg that they're working on so okay i'm interested to see what that is but tyler do you have any other games you want to plug before we go um no i don't think there's anything else coming out that uh well i mean there's clubhouse games 51 warlock classics is coming out on the 5th uh i don't know i guess it's a collection of games i think it's a meme i don't know Uh, that's it. That's that's all I know. All right. Well then, Brendan, why don't you plug your shit and get out of here? Wow, that's damn <laughs> rude. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, ouch. Um, I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's zodiac underscore seventy. Uh, all lowercase. You can follow me there. I've been been better. I've been more active lately. I've on, noticed. On Twitter. Um, not very much, but I've I've been I've been getting there just because. I don't know I, the platform. I guess I should start using. I don't know. So yeah, if you want to give me the uh, give me a follow there, you can. Um, it's a hellscape. Well, most of social media is, anyways. Yes. Tyler, what about you? All right, uh, you can find me on a podcast called Trouble with the Tipton uh, that I do with Sean here, uh, where we watch and recap episodes of Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's a a decently good show. 
very long show compared to other Disney Channel uh, shows. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Trouble at Tipton. And you can also find us on Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash Trouble at the Tipton. Also email us at TroubleTheTipton at gmail.com if you want to send us a very long message. Otherwise, you can find us on all your uh, favorite podcasting platforms if you just go there and look. Uh, Sean's done a good job of putting them there. Also, find me on Anchor did all the work. I didn't do shit. Anchor, <laughs> Anchor put them everywhere. Uh, all you can also find me on a podcast called Writer Die, where me and our mutual friend Mike watch Common Writer Double. Uh, it's pretty good so far. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Writer Die Podcast. Uh, at I don't know why I said at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just did a uh, a live tweet watch of a uh, Common Writer. Rewa, the first generation. That's pretty good. You can also find us on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash writer hyphen die because there's yeah. a space in the name. There's a hyphen there. I uh, don't know where you go if you don't put the hyphen. I've never go checked. Realm. I don't want to go there. <laughs> uh, that's good. You can find us on your podcast and platforms as well. Uh, not in the Shadow Realm. No, no, nope. not in the Shadow Realm. Talk about that during dual discussion. Dual discussion coming soon to a podcast feed near you. Yes, in six years, dual discussion. Yeah. It's with yeah. A yeah. Uh, and then you can find my personal Twitter at uh, Tyler Tyler Rims. That's T Y L E R T Y L E R I M S, where I retweet anime and a bunch of other stuff, and I try to make my Twitter experience a little bit more easier on my mind and enjoyable <laughs> yeah uh, uh if you if you if you're playing minecraft you want to shoot me a message about playing minecraft feel free to do so i don't have any friends to play minecraft anymore uh i play on bedrock uh but i will i can buy java if you want i'm very desperate please <laughs> <laughs> okay that's it for me all right you guys can follow me on twitter at sean underscore af Hey, guess you can also check me out on this podcast feed. That's at Movie Blog Record on Beyond the Screen and through the Port Key, two other podcasts that I do here. And also, I do a Power Rangers recap show called Go Into the Grid, or eh, it's called Into the Grid, and its Twitter handle is at Go Into the Grid. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to follow the show, you can do so at Trouble at. Nope, that's not <laughs> the right. Uh-huh. Wow. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you can find this show. You can find this show and others on the Merc with the Movie Blog podcast feed, which can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public Breaker, and Overcast. You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time on the Game Over screen. See ya. Game Over.